Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today is... Kyle McIntyre. And uh, back in the studio is our good buddy. You know him, but I'm going to introduce him. We have Mr. Johnny Ray, Mr. Johnny Two Guns in the house. Say hey to the beautiful people. Hey, beautiful people. Okay, uh, let's jump into the episode. Kyle, uh, what's new in your world? I don't have anything. You know, I really don't have anything either, so let's uh, go into it. Uh, Johnny, what's new with you? Uh, Yeah, okay, so... uh... We, I've been at uh, Earthling Studios out in El Cajon like about once a month, maybe even one and a half times a month if you do the the average of them uh, with uh, buddy Tim Powers. Cool. And we, he, we've been in some bands together, the Roman Spring and uh, It's a Trap years ago. But uh, we're doing... We did some sort of 80s pop kind of vibe stuff, and now we've switched gears, and we've put a little bit, he actually has put a little bit of a band together, a studio project band, and we're calling it Modern Love. You know, there's like 10,000 bands out there probably yeah, yeah, called yeah. Modern Love, but 9,999 of them probably suck. There you go. <laughs> Fuck them all, bro. And I'm not going to tell you whether we're the one or the larger group. Anyway, yeah. but it's like noisy, kind of post-hardcore. It's definitely noisy. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I'm you, playing bass and, uh, you know, Tim and I have a good relationship. So, you know, he kind of hands me a little bit of producer kind of reins here and there. And, uh, we have, we had the eighties kind of vibe songs. Rigby figure was that project. Yeah. We had that and the modern love tracks play, uh, I guess regular, uh, like once a week on that 94, nine show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, Timothy Joseph. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I actually heard both of the singles that we've sort of released in the same segment last weekend or the weekend prior. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Bookended the segment. I went, oh, that's pretty cool because it was a song I did, a bunch of people I know, then a song I did. I went, hey, that's kind of that. You know, <laughs> right, you know it's, it's not bad being on the radio, getting your yeah, songs. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. happened, but I'm not. I, I, you know, so. Um, yeah, no, you you sent us a couple of those tracks. I don't know if they're uh, public yet, but you sent us some of the demo tracks and some of the oh, yeah, on Dropbox yeah. and stuff like that. It's good. It's definitely like, I called it sludgy rock and roll. You guys are just like going for it. I love it because it's just like heavy guitars. Your bass is just like driving. You're like, to us, like I've known always known you as like kind of like a, a, I don't know, kind of like a more finesse kind of finger type player, but you're doing more of like a pick kind of thing with yeah. this band. You're like just driving like... Let's just go for it. You're letting me down. Got one speed. I know. I'm, I, one I've, speed. Go, baby. I have. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I've I, always aspired to be like you, and now to be a, now you're trying to be like me. Yeah, my fingering <laughs> days. Right. You're, you're, you're taking Kyle's reign, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna show you how much you suck. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, so Do I, I kind of feel like I'm really, really, really good at fingering. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to start using a pick. <laughs> But anyway, I'm not so good with a pick, actually. I'm kind of clunky, but but the, the, there's a challenge there, and I like it. And so all of the stuff that you guys have heard, oh, no, that's not true. One of the things that I sent you that isn't finished that we're probably going to work on tomorrow night, I actually did some two-hand tapping Oh, that's tight. <laughs> through most of the song. Nice. Uh, until it went to uh, like a kind of a bluesy kind of vibe at the end. You're just trying to make me look bad now. Yeah. Well, I didn't have a pick in my hand at the end of the song for the bluesy part, so that one was fingered. There you go. But wow. it, you know, you know, with the he's a man of many, many many talents. Are you gonna do that on stage every time? Probably continuity. Okay. Well, we we want to make it. Yeah. We well, I, the the idea is to make it a um, an actual live band too. So we're working on it. The. Uh, the, this dude Eric Lucero, he the um, he works at that Pitbull Audio place. Yeah, yeah. Down in uh, National City, he's uh, he's come in with his gear, and all the noisy stuff on the tracks is him just messing around. And that, that Tim brought him in. You know, Tim's he's almost like a uh, like a scout. You know, he goes out and he pulls these guys in. And, <laughs> yeah, for his and, projects. And yeah, stuff. the gear that this guy's using. Rad. He has an electrical guitar company uh, guitar. You oh, know the aluminum. Okay, yeah, neck. the aluminums. Yeah. Yeah, and he's using. He has one of the very few made Earthquaker amps. You know, oh, there's like yeah, the yeah, head like and the, the master cab. volume kind of like it's just. Yeah, like... he has that. He Fuck. has one of those, and Damn. he we've tracked his 
aluminum neck guitar, the electrical guitar company guitar, and that Earthquaker little amp setup. Through it's kind his, of like Scrooge McDuck or something. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. He he's knows ni- the right people, I guess. He's a nice guy, and I haven't really asked him. But he, uh, you know, he's come in with some pretty rad gear. He, he was. Well, what's funny is we didn't know each other. Tim's the connection. And the dude was starting to talk to me about pedals and stuff. Yeah. And we'll check this one out. And I went, yeah, yeah, I know that one. I have yeah. that. I, got <laughs> I didn't want to do too much of that, you know, because I didn't know the guy. Yeah, you don't he turns be... out to be a really cool dude. Yeah, so I'm glad be, I didn't. You don't want to be that guy Just right off the gate. You let him in, right? You let him break down your walls. <laughs> no, he's a really, he's a good dude. Right. And I think that uh, I talked to Tim actually while well, we texted him back and forth. And I said, you know, if we're going to make this a live band, um, I saw some video of a dude who built like a, basically a, a circuit bent noise pedal board, mm-hmm. right? And I sent him the video, Tim, and said, dude, I could build this for, you know, for if we're going to do this live, I have a bunch of stuff and maybe maybe we'll get Eric in and have him, I haven't even talked to Eric yet, say, hey, you know, see if he wants to contribute yeah. to making just a noise board, you know? Who knows? Anybody, any one of us can sit there and play it, you know, maybe we make it so that it's like built, you know, just like a off on a a lot uh, like a, a switcher yeah, on yeah, one yeah. of our boards or something switches over to some crazy you know like circuit bent baby head or something you know yeah i have a bunch of that weird shit yeah so you can make like your own board well show stories like that don't involve boats or coats <laughs> boats or coats or goats or goats we don't i've never played a show where that involved any goats whatsoever except for that one time when i played with slipknot you play with Slipknot? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. No, actually, you, you had me for a second. Fu- funny story. When I first started playing, actually, uh, when I first started playing bass, there was this group of dudes that I knew that uh, called me over to play with them, and uh, I didn't know anything about tuning or drop tuning. I just knew standard E A D G B. Oh wait, no. no, I was playing four string. I've always yeah. ever played so E A D G. Screw guitars, you know those extra two strings. No thanks. Yeah. I lose one. So yeah, right. That's like uh, what's his name from No Effects, Fat Mike. He really only needs the one or two strings. So uh, they brought me over, and we were they were trying to get me to play Slipknot songs. And they yeah, said, "Well, yeah, you have yeah. to drop your tuning." I said, "What? I don't know. Can <laughs> you do that for me?" Like, what and they the dropped that, it, yeah. and I'm trying to play, and I'm going. I, what your, is I don't does this even like feels this like is a not rubber even band. sound yeah yeah I was like let's just take the string off and I'll just hit it against the wall yeah. <laughs> put a mic up yeah, to it see go. if it's a, I mean nothing against Slipknot but I just had no idea what I was doing at the time so there you go there were goats involved with me playing at some point <laughs> ipso facto with the thingy of the yeah yeah. <laughs> The goat on the cover of that Slipknot, Slipknot record. That one time. That one time? Mm-hmm. That was like band camp. My first two or three years of playing were kind of like that. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And I would get, I, I would have dudes call me to come do stuff, and I'd show up, and I'd have to have them help me figure stuff out. And um, I did this about a year into playing. Uh, I played this... Does UCSD have frats? I don't know. Maybe they do. Uh, I think I played. They probably do. I I played like a house party or something for some UCSD kids. I mean, I was 19, so you know, I was their age. uh, With a buddy of mine that went to high school, he was up there. We we played a show in a living room in Mira Mesa, and I had to learn a whole bunch of songs I'd never heard before, because I was really naive at the time when I first started playing. I'd never heard a, a lot of stuff. But we played things like, oh, my favorite song we played in that set was Ain't No Fun, the uh, the Snoop song. Yeah. You know, the Ain't No Fun If the Homies <laughs> Can't no Have None. Yeah. Yeah. So I did, <laughs> speaking of drop tuning, I had to drop to a B on my E string. Oh, but Jesus. Man, dude, was that like that, a, like, just like fart, just like a rubber kind of. bandy? Like, you're but just it, like. <laughs> dude, it would, that was like, that was the highlight of the night playing that song. And all Everybody's these dumb like, kids my age were all, yeah. You know, they remembered that song from middle school or just like blazing, sixth grade just or crazy, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was silly. I was, I, I mean, I was still a kid at that time. So that that was a cool show. It's on a um, it's on a tape somewhere. You know, one of those weird little like three inch 
camcorder tapes yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere in a box <laughs> was in it, the uh, attic probably DVI, what do they call those i don't know man it was <laughs> my mini mom's dv that's what they call them mini DVs. yeah my mom's camcorder <laughs> it's in the archive <laughs> we broke her tripod and she was real mad and i'm like sorry mom you know oh i'm sorry yeah. was, we were getting lit <laughs> that wasn't even a thing back then lit was, af mom i'm sorry yeah these two these two dudes came up and and rapped over top of it they freestyled after we did the actual song and i continued to play um, okay, I'll just keep playing because you know I'll be like a live, live track. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and the drums with some DJ. Oh, and we did like a we had like a a Zach De La Rocha looking dude playing guitar. He was like a cross between Zach De La Rocha from Rage and Jesus, <laughs> and he was playing guitar. I couldn't tell you his name, Marshall or something like that. He was playing guitar, and uh, I think I know a Marshall who looks like that. Actually, now that you say that, well, dude, he was super into rage. He was trying to get us to cover rage songs, and uh, I don't know any of this stuff. I was so naive; I knew nothing. I was just there to play yeah, because yeah. I enjoyed playing. But we played. Let's see here. Let me think of the set list. Lit. You remember that band, Lit? Yeah, yeah. You guys would have been like four years old at the time, but <laughs> uh, they had that. Um, my car is in the front yeah. yard. That, yeah, my own worst, my own worst enemy. Yeah. Yes, but it was but. the other one. You make me come. Oh God! You make me come. Didn't that have like Pamela Anderson in the music video or something? I don't know. Or some. I never other saw that person. I'm yes. still kind of sheltered. You know, I, I get even. Don't I, lie. Like a tunnel. You're not innocent anymore. Okay? <laughs> I'm not innocent, but still, I've never seen. You just like never. I've never seen a music that video like innocent. that. You, like, yeah, exactly. You're trying, trying not to pay attention to like you know bullshit that. <laughs> it's well, not I can tell you, you when I was growing up, I didn't have MTV, so I never watched any of those music videos. I it wasn't plugged into any of that stuff. I had no idea. And when I was a teenager, I was either listening to hardcore stuff or that total surf punk, you know, Fat Records and Epitaph kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. know. We played. Let's see. We did Lit. We did. Um, we did a, a Chili Pepper song, Soul to Squeeze. Jesus. <laughs> B-sides? You guys only knew how to play? That's only on a soundtrack. That's on the Conehead soundtrack. Only. It's not on one of their records. Oh my God. Yeah. Deep cuts. That's what Deep we're doing. Deep cuts. Uh, what a, I, I can't remember what other songs were on that set list. Probably Sublime, you know. Of course. Yeah, yeah you, you know, you something, something to that effect. Centuria. That, that's the college know. crowd. You got to do that. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun, it was a fun little party, you know. I I still was, but you know, I I was not. Yeah. I didn't go to that school. There's some sound garden in there too. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, here's the best song I remember. We played Creed, <laughs> which not the main one, the other Arms one. Wide open or What's, higher, or... higher, higher. <laughs> yeah, we played that one. Take me higher. Yeah, where, where this. <laughs> Golden Streets and all that <laughs> business, yeah. So I have Jeez. played a Creed song. There you go. I, you guys should turn my mic off yeah, now. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> yeah. Edit. No, that should be just every time. You should just use it as like a blooper reel. You know how they do on those morning shows where they. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. You go anytime something stupid. I played a Creed song once. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I don't have anything else to say about that. I feel yeah. like Forrest Gump on a bench, though. That's yeah, all I have that, to say that, about that. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> so you did bring by, uh, you know, a little something, something. So uh, you brought by, what, Epiphone? Rock yes. bass? What would you bring by? Epiphone rock bass. It's like a ripoff of a jazz bass. It's a string through body with uh But it's brass. not offset, though. What? It's not like offset like a I jazz I don't know what body. that means. Where it like comes out one side, it's like symmetrical. Oh well, they probably couldn't do that because Fender has a patent on that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everything okay. else looks just like it, just so you know. Yeah, that's probably how they got around it. I don't know. I didn't even know what offset was. You just enlightened me. You sir. learned something new. Every I just day. learned that like four weeks ago. So. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but it's got the same volume. It looks like volume, volume, tone. This is or volume, tone, tone. This. The volume, saddle volume on tone. this thing is just this is, bad ass. This is uh, this kind of literally kind of no. kind of was was uh, brought up. It's one of your your sleepers, right? This mm. is like a sleeper bass that you're like, yeah, it's, it's cheap. You thought it was bullshit, but it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I only bought it a few years ago, around maybe Christmas time. I walked into Guitar Center. <gasps> 
you know, oh. gasp guitar center. <laughs> uh, and it was on the shelf used for 80 bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and I had to do, I had to do the, uh, the weight, you know, the, uh, oh, you know, where, the pawn uh, shop. SDPD weight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had, and it was close to 30 days. So, you know, I was like, oh, hey, I'm getting a jump on this little yeah, gem yeah, here. Yeah. I played it. I plugged it in, in the, in the store and it sounded amazing. So, I mean, well, as amazing as, you know, it could. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So I, I bought it. And uh, when I picked it up, you know, a month later or whatever, I threatened the uh, the sales guy that I was going to take it outside and throw it as high as I could into the air <laughs> and see if I caught it. Because who cares? It's 80 bucks. It's an Epiphone rock bass. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, he was so upset. He was so upset that I was going to throw it into <laughs> oh, the air to see if it. I could catch it. Think of the kids. <laughs> yeah. The kids could use that bass. So what? Well, yeah, that is right. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, but if stuff. I genuinely felt bad, I'd just buy another one, you know, like a, a starter bass pack and give it to a kid. Yeah. But it turns out it's pretty nice. It's got these brass uh, saddles on the bridge, a string through body. Uh, it's got it's this- like painted headstock. Yeah, it's a kind of a, a jizz white color. <laughs> <laughs> also, as cream white. Just, just lost some view, some listeners. It's okay. My uh, mom wasn't really listening, anyways. My, my mom definitely is not listening. <laughs> she doesn't care. It's, like, it's well, also it has, the, the headstock has that angle, like you know, Gibson. Yeah, not but so like drastic, it, but it has like the. 80s hair metal wash burn. Yeah, uh, it's not so angled, angular though. Yeah. It still looks like a dagger. It's still, you know, if I was playing this live and somebody got rowdy in front of me or tried to get on the stage, I could I could gore them with this yeah. thing. <laughs> you could stab <Yeah>. them. <laughs> <laughs> At least, you know, hit them in just the right way that their organ had temporary failure and they'd fall off the stage. <laughs> and die. <laughs> Pretty <usually. laughs> No, temporary. Oh, It'd be temporary. like a reset. You know, just hit oh. the reset button on their liver or something. Yeah. A little jolt. Ooh. Is, is that possible? I don't think it's possible. It is now. You've been I'm, watching I'm, too, I'm, I'm, too no. much Grey and, Grey's Anatomy. I'm going to find Maybe. out. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. Hey, if you can think it, it is possible. Yeah, if you can dream it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's really cool. And you, 80 bucks, I'm like, you're saying, like, uh, what, what you're saying before, like, if you try to throw that up in the air, that might, like, put you in traction. You're trying to catch that. Probably. That's, it's a, that's pretty a good, heavy. solid It'd be like base. The, the basis from Nirvana it gets hit with it in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Novoselic. <laughs> it just knocks yeah. you out. <laughs> what, this what, thing is heavy. What super did he heavy. throw? He threw a grabber, though, right? Wasn't he playing I don't know at if Gibson? It was a grabber. Yeah. Maybe it was, he was Fender at that point. Yeah, I think it was probably a P-Bass or something. Yeah, probably. You could pull up it on your phone. You sure could. Yeah, yeah go, I'll, I'll yeah, do it right now. Hold yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners, go look it up. Yeah. You need Let to us have know the, in the comments section. Now have the dial-up modem sound yeah. play over the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. Make it like a real, real like morning mm. talk show. <laughs> and speaking of gear... I actually have a pedal by um, Montreal Assembly called the um, Wrong Side of Uranus or Uranus, yeah, as we would call it here, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that has a fax machine or dial-up modem sound. No way. As one of the settings. No way, really. Yeah, uh, and I think that's the one setting that I loved the most, and I pulled it back out of storage recently, and it's the one setting that doesn't function like it should anymore. Oh. But it's a cool. I don't know if you, the Montreal Assembly, uh, yeah, Montreal Assembly. The current uh, pedal that they have out on the market is the Count to Five. Yeah. Have you seen that one? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I haven't. Oh, well, it's a weird glitchy delay thing. Yeah, it's like a kind of like a looper delay weird. Yeah, I don't really know. I didn't weird, look too much into it. It's a but weird pedal. Dude has been out for uh, over a decade probably because that's probably when I bought that one. And he had some really crazy designs way back, and I was able to get one of those wrong sides, wrong side of Uranus. But if you if you find it, he's got the white fritter and a bunch of glitchy, weird, like um, ring moddy kind of just cool stuff. They're hard to find; people don't sell them these days. But but speaking of selling, I might sell that wrong side of Uranus pedal, maybe. I got, Only because it's kind of funny on that fax machine setting or dial-up yeah, modem. I, I didn't. I haven't even heard much of him besides the Count to Five. I know he has like a couple versions of the Count to Five, mm-hmm. and I didn't know he put a lot of anything else out. 
Yeah, he's. Uh, you can still find the Pazing, which is a like a one or two knob um, uh, ring mod, I think. And there's the Your and Your. You know, talking about how people don't know how to type anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the Y O U R and Y O U apostrophe R E. That's um like an overdrive, I think. Yeah. I haven't I haven't explored them. Just that one Montreal assembly pedal that I have. But he had some great ones like 10, 12 years ago. Dang. I think that just needs like a resoldered connection or something. Or I don't know. It's I mean it's gone. It's very digital. Yeah. It oh. even that uh, one of the one of the reasons why I never really used it live is that when you would take the power out, it would basically reset. Okay, and oh. so it has eight programs in it, and I don't know if that's a glitch, and maybe I could get it uh, him to put new firmware in it, update it or something. I don't know. Yeah, but it had like eight settings, and um, within those settings, there's eight more of uh, more or less of the signal mixed in. Yeah. And that also affects volume. So you find your setting and your volume and you get it dialed in and you, oh, it's so great. But then you unplug your board and you go to plug it back in and you're back to one, one, you know, like, like when you're playing Mario brothers and you know, you're, (laughs) you you go go back back to to one, one. one. So you got to find it again. So I never really, really used it, but it'd be great for studio use. But yeah, you go back to one, one and it's loud and it cuts your head off. Jeez, that's. It's kind of cool, but also kind of weird. You could probably—I yeah. wonder if you could probably send it back to the guy. He built—he built those things, like you know, like I said, a hundred thousand years ago, yeah, or ten years ago. But that's what it feels like in the realm of pedals and and electronics. Ten years ago feels like it's Stone Age. Yeah. So, eh, meh. So, like, back onto gear. When you uh, the last episode that we did, I was like, "Oh, hey, Johnny, can you send me a couple of pictures of the you know gear that we talked about, just to like have it on the Imgur and Instagram and stuff like that?" You sent me like a bunch of stuff that we never even talked about. So, what? <laughs> you sent me like a PV like full stack that you had, and you had like a couple oh, other yeah. '70s bases and shit like that you had, and pedals. Like you had like a full you know spread of pedals. What's uh? Do you have anything new? Do you have anything uh, new to talk about? No, I have not bought any new gear since then. And what's that picture came from the garage that I kept dealing with floods in. Oh, which sucked. But I didn't lose any gear. Okay, good. No, I lost no gear. But like six floods in six months, it was it was awful. Jesus Christ! Uh, after the first one, I put everything up on pallets and up okay. off the floor. Which, if anybody's listening and you have your stuff in a garage, put your stuff up on pallets off the floor, please. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> you know, because. Because if you have a water heater in the garage or you have a deep sink or anything, even a roof leak, you get a flood come, going through there, your shit's ruined. So pick it up off the floor. Also, if you're a bass player, that helps with your sound too because you raise it up a little bit, you raise your speakers up, and you get more air pushing through. And Anyway, it's kind of a woofier kind of sound. So like, don't say you never learn anything from yeah. the tone jerks. This, you learn uh, some yeah, PSA right. announcement brought from, to you by yeah, the- Pick uh, your shit up Mr. off the Johnny fucking two floor. Guns, he's telling you. <laughs> yeah. I never lost anything from being Good. on the floor, but but you know, there's there's always a potential. So, And that stuff is expensive and you may or may not have insurance for it. Anyway, but those pictures I sent were probably, I think there was laid on their sides a late 60s sun- 610 cab yeah that's um, legit and it's a 610 l so it was a guitar cabinet but with r- bass run through it it's like got that kind of stoner sludge yeah, yeah, yeah doomy metal sound which is great and then laid over on its side on top of that was a 70s acoustic 215 i don't like that one so you know if somebody wants to buy it from me i'll sell it to them uh and then on top of that <laughs> <Hit 'em up. laughs> was Good price. Yeah, on top of that was a PV Mark IV head. Dude, the early PV stuff like that is so good. If you can find a festival series, the the bass one, those are fantastic. That's what the dude from uh, Death From Above uses, is the PV festival series. And yeah, it's yeah, tube. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's tube. Uh, but I have the Mark IV, which is just as good. It's solid state. I think he, he his is solid state too, but he uses it for like, kind of his like top end because he's like the top end just like is solid and cuts through kind of yeah. his thing because he runs like a through like a two or three amp rig i think uh, yeah something dual i think he's got two yeah 
And he doesn't he just he doesn't uh use distortion or anything necessarily. He's just got his amps really yeah, cranking. just pushed and that's that is the death from above sound. And there was a uh an acoustic uh three seventy head there too. So I was running it I was running into both the three seventy and the P V Mark Four and then running those out to the two fifteen acoustic and the six ten sun. God damn. Yeah, I, and I did. I did all the math so, before I did like, it to make uh, sure did, I didn't blow did, shit did you up. Have to like, yeah, like replace the windows on your your place or yeah. what? You just, like, uh, the two fifteen <laughs> didn't really like what I was throwing at it, which is why I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But the six ten, oh, that sounds that sounds like a dream. I'm yeah. gonna try and bring it into the studio for some of these sessions with Modern Love because I think we could get a really good sound. What you out of uh, what'd you use for Modern Love? It sounds like a different rig than the '80s kind of rapey figure stuff. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, well, that Rigby figure, I think I was running, um, a late 60s baseman head mm-hmm. through the same 410 cab that I'm using now. It's like a heart key or a Galen Kruger. Yeah, it was a GK. Whatever, whatever Mike Camus has at Earthling right now. Yeah. I pretty, I don't really like carrying around a big old bass cab. So, so I just. If, if they got one. Yeah, gonna, I just bring a head. You can make it work. Yeah, his yeah. bass man, what that I used at the time belonged to somebody else and the one he's got there I think there's something going on with it so we weren't using yeah. it I bring the PV Mark IV I put that on top of that heart key or GK410 I run a 76P into and here's kind of the secret weapon now that I've discovered it's a um, tronographic rusty box the fuck yeah right <laughs> <laughs> dude I think maybe he's out of New York it's based on the bass player from Shellac, okay, uh, is based on his rig, which was a trainer bass amp, oh, like okay. a Canadian yeah, yeah, company. Yeah. Uh, it's very mid and treble heavy, uh, but it's you know it's a preamp or a DI box, whatever you want to use it for. Uh, I'm I'm running into that, and I'm 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 also playing with a pick, so I'm getting it to the point where it's. Slight, it's it's breaking up only because I'm using a pick. If I play with my fingers, it doesn't break up. But using a pick, running that into the PV Mark IV, into that Harky cab. And I think the last time we did it, well, the track that plays out there right now that we actually put out, yeah, is a mix. You've got direct and the mic. Sweet. Uh, but but we we are just doing mic on the recent ones. But yeah, it sounds pretty good. I I'm really impressed. And Earthling, Mike is super experienced. He's he's had that place since the late '90s. And yeah, so he's kind of got it dialed in. Yeah, he he's good. He's, he's super good. He plays in a band called the Loons. And yeah, uh, yeah, okay, I know them. Yeah, yeah, he plays drums, and and he's real good. He he and he's produced all um, produced or engineered all, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, the, I mean, from what there. I've the tracks that you've sent, and from what I've heard, it sounds fucking legit. It sounds good. It's good stuff, and we got um, like I said, that guy Eric, uh, doing the noisy guitar work. We got Tim Powers. I could name off a dozen bands he's been in over the years. He's he wrote the songs that we're playing. Basic, the basic, you know, like the comp- basic composition. Yeah, and and he brought in all these other people to fill in the meat to the bones. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Mike Camus, the engineer owner of Earthling, is doing drums, and um, Mike uh, Messina. He's been in a bunch of hardcore bands uh, that I'm a, that I think I th- I'm pretty sure like Chula Vista '90s you know legacy type hardcore bands and he's, oh, okay. he's yeah, doing yeah. the vocals. So it's it's been great. Yeah, good stuff. Let's talk about a a topic. Let's okay. cover like our we want to do dream pedals or would you want to do or uh, how about do... I'll do Johnny's topic. Johnny texted us uh, you know. Like a year ago, yeah, a year ago, lazy about, about this topic, ignoring so, me. Yeah, so he 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 told he brought this topic up, and uh, Kyle and I have uh, thought about it for a little bit. Wait, I'm going to interject. Go for it. The Olympics happened, and so I was thinking about Olympics. And when I was a little kid, there was the dream team, the basketball dream team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley and Scottie Pippen and. You know, it was like all the pros from here in the United States, and they just mopped the floor with the whole world. Yeah. <clears throat> the closest game maybe was like 80 points. But anyway, <laughs> so there, there you go. That's what I was thinking, the dream well, I, team like, of 
I was to, to further derail it. I was really excited for this Olympics because I thought it was going to be the Japan Olympics, <laughs> but those are going to be the Summer Olympics in twenty twenty. No, it was in Korea. That's a different country. You racist. Okay, yeah. because I was super excited. It's across but, hold the on, pond hold on, over hold there. on. The reason why I was super excited and blinded was because I there Japan. Like from what I heard back in twenty sixteen, they were going to do their opening ceremonies was going to be a Japanese like Miku type thing oh man and i was like the Miku band stomp his favorite pedal no the the band was gonna be that's a reference uh from to my podcast the uh love live was the band people don't know what who it is no i think the band is like a you know nine you know person band of like doing a thing and they're like oh they're talking about doing this and like you know part of the you know japan's like government is like that's too reckless people are gonna think we're fucking stupid i'm like just fucking do it like it's four minutes so i was like super excited to tune in i'm like they're opening ceremonies Japan is 2020. 2020, where? Summer Olympics, Japan. Where, I know, but what city? Japan, Brian? That's a whole I country. Don't, I don't know. All I know, is, all I know is Japan and anime. He thinks That's that all Korea I'll... is Japan, and he can't figure out the city. It's he thinks that Japan is just a city. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you In know, China. I think we need to take a piss break <laughs> and teach teach uh, Brian about uh, Asia. All right. All right. Let's take we'll a piss be back break in before 30 we minutes. get back into it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to grab my hammer. <laughs> just like a piss break for 40 minutes. So just like <laughs> pissing and beating my ass at the same time. <laughs> let's go. Take a break. Good night, mate. Oh, hey, mate, we're Aussies. Yeah. Yeah. Down oh. in a Brisbane. Brisbane and Perth. <laughs> yeah. It's Melbourne. right on the water, if you know what that is. Hey, the Crocs down there in Melbourne. <laughs> okay. Or you or you could be British. <laughs> hey, it's okay for us to talk shit about pale-skinned people because we are the same. Also. Well, you're not. I'm not, but you know, I, I'm, I'm hanging out with you guys. Half, though. right? Yeah. Okay, so, well, you get a pass on whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> I come like, from a very- like diplomatic immunity over I, here. I, I come from a very multicultural family, so I just let them say the shit that I want to say. <laughs> you submit it in a newsletter before the family meeting? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so- after my whole, uh, you know, apparently racist thing about Japan and anime and everything like that, let's uh, segue crappily <laughs> back into uh, some topics that we had planned. Let's call it xenophobic, not racist. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that means, but yeah, I love Xena. She's a great warrior princess. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Zine like magazines. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Xenophobic. So, so back, afraid of back, back into it. Back into the Dream All-Star band. Mm-hmm. Let's uh let's get into it. Who's your uh, who are your players and what's the genre? Do you want to go first, Johnny, or I got one? Well, if you have one, you you have, I have one. I have one ready for you. Do so it. my my dream all star band is going to be a punk band, and I have uh you know some punk rock players. So I have on drums is going to be Trey Cool from Green Day. He's fucking super solid. He's got the chops. Yeah, I have some friends who have stories about that guy from when he first joined the band, by the way. Holy Later, moly. I'll tell you guys. All right. Uh, for guitar and um, probably uh, main vocals is going to be Chris Cresswell from The Flatliners. Don't One know of the, who that uh, is. the Oh, my God. Well, you're doing yourself a disfavor uh, uh, by I'll look, not listening to him. up. Uh, and then uh, from guitar and vocals, probably backups and mains. Switching is Dave Haas from The Loved Ones and his own solo project. Don't know that guy. Oh, my God. And then uh, for bass, <laughs> guitar is going to be Matt Me? Freeman. Me? Oh, yeah, from Johnny Ray. Okay, or, cool. Or also you Matt can Freeman. Play backup bass in this band. Yeah. Back, okay. But lead bass. <laughs> hey, I, I don't mind backup bass. You know, if I'm getting paid to stand <laughs> on side stage with my bass in my okay, cool. Yeah, there you go. Like okay. Sid Vicious is all up in the. <laughs> anyway, so and who is it? Matt Freeman from Rancid. Oh, okay. That's yeah. okay. That's acceptable. There you go. As long as I'm his backup. And uh, for lead guitar, I was going to do. Uh, for some medley, weedly deedlies, Dave Brown sound from some forty one. Oh, that's strange. That's gonna be. Yeah, hey, like I got a, a story about that. So, uh, you, give, give okay, it to me. so some forty one and Blink one eighty two were supposed to play at the uh, Coors Amphitheater, like right or, right yeah. after nine eleven. Oh, and sure. the, yeah. the show got canceled because they're Canadian. Yeah. Uh, it came 
I think they did end up playing, actually. My brother and I saw that show. I got hit in the dry-ass fucking eyeball by a ping-pong ball. Oh. <laughs> I still have that stupid thing. In like 2000, I don't know, 2000, was that 2003? 2004. It was the beginning of 2004 because it took a few months for them to be able to get back into yeah, the, yeah. it's now called like Sleep Mattress Train something amphitheater it was Coors at the time i got hit in the eyeball by a fucking ping pong ball during blink set <laughs> fucking assholes why were there ping pong balls because they shot them out they thought they were fun yeah fucking jerks they're like we're in our home time. we're in our hometown we're gonna shoot ping pong but it hit me in the dry ass eyeball it oh, hurt son of a bitch yeah <clears throat> so the reason i chose that is like every one of those people trey cool super solid uh chris Cresswell from flatliners amazing singer songwriter uh, holds it down on rhythm guitar. Great singer. Dave Hawes, also a great singer. Rhythm guitar player. You know, whatever. Bass player, Matt Freeman. He's all over the place. He can hold it down when he needs to. He can do some of the, you know, the more raw kind of stuff. I'm trying to picture, like, what that band would sound like, too. Fucking sick. <laughs> well, about that? It's, it's really then, not a picture. It's more of a sound. And then uh, Dave Brown's sound oh, is just like... He's like... <laughs> a little synesthesia he's your, like, Yeah, he's your, like, you know, he's your metal 80s rock guy. Just, like, he can do, like, the cr- like quick, like, thrashy, like, punk kind of stuff, but he can also do, like, the thrash metal kind of shreddy, kind of weedly deedlies all over the place. So, to me, I think that would be, like, oh, a recipe for... Good times. Recipe for disaster, maybe. But, yeah. Uh, Whoa. What, what about uh, you, Johnny? What I do don't know. I, I, had, I had a side note for you on there, but I think it has already fizzled. It's already passed. There was a side note. Who's your, who's your guys? It was the Trey Cool. You had one. He had a story. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so I, um, Tim Powers that I'm doing the, the session work with, him and a buddy, uh, Joe, Joe Gastelum, uh, Joe was in some 90s hardcore bands and they were on tour and uh, Green Day wasn't super big yet and they had just replaced their drummer and it became Trey Cool. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was the new drummer. And my buddy Joe kept calling him by the old drummer's name on accident <laughs> and Trey Cool was getting so upset by it. He was like, no, that's not, not, my, that's that's, not me, man. Yeah. Yeah, and he, well, Joe didn't feel that bad. He's like, whatever, fucking yeah, dude. Yeah, it's some fucking really? kid. I don't give a I, shit. It's like, whatever, you know, early 20s and the early 90s or whatever. He's old. Yeah. Joe's old. I hope he listens to this old man. <laughs> I saw him on Friday night. That's why I'm giving him a hard time. You'd be like, I don't, he probably doesn't even know what a podcast is. No, he doesn't. He doesn't know how to do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing some shade. <laughs> uh, I love that dude. Uh, no, there was another side note in there. Who's your dudes again? It was Flatliners. Uh-huh. Uh, loved Ones. Uh-huh. Rancid. Rancid, yeah, I know. Sum yeah. 41 uh-huh. and Green Day. I don't remember. I Dude, I had a really funny side note, God but whatever. Damn. What's your dream there. band then? Well, then, Okay, this has got to be off the cuff because I told you guys, hey, let's do another podcast, or I asked you. I didn't tell you because no, we although don't listen I, to no man. Well, I am your elder, so yeah. you know you should respect me. Honestly, we just respect you because you, you're Johnny you fucking two guns. You were teenagers watching me play. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, but I, it was a request. Can we do another podcast? Because I was digging it. Uh, and I said, a topic we could do is a dream band, but I totally forgot. <laughs> so off the cuff, 100%, absolutely, without a doubt, Bowie has to be in the band. Okay. I don't give a shit what he plays. He can play keys. He can play guitar. He can be the lead singer. He can play saxophone. I don't care. David Bowie has to be in the band because he is number one in my book. Yeah. Above all else. See, I told you, Brian. What? He, he knew you were a boy, Bowie guy. Yeah. So I, le- I left him out of mine. I've been, oh, because I was going to, I was I already going to take this, him. I had this inkling. Is that Wait, a word? okay. Is that how it works? I can't take any of what no, Brian? No, no, no. Yeah. I just didn't want to step on any toes. <laughs> I don't want any of Brian's guys. <laughs> oh, throwing some shade at me. Goddamn. Yeah. So I Bowie, 100%. He can play whatever he wants in the band. He gets to choose. Uh, Beyond that, so we talked about this earlier before we started recording, how, you know, live or dead, obviously Bowie's, he's passed on, so we use him. But, you know, could we use like super old dudes like Beethoven or Mozart or something? Okay, so... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure came out when I was six or seven years old. So you want Keanu Reeves? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want Dogstar. 
only dog star the whole that's band it. of dog that's star it. That's, that's it, it. done podcast over hit stop we're done <laughs> drop the mic don't drop it <laughs> no, please don't I drop won't. it I'll just drop the sinusoid cables to see if they're really as good as you say yeah it, even if they aren't they're gonna replace them so realistically here let's go back let's get back to reality or surreality because I already picked Bowie who has passed on unfortunately uh sad face emoji yeah so we gotta have Bowie whatever the fuck he wants to do in the band he may do and the only stipulation he has to be in the band he's got to be in the band yeah um so i have i have a quick i have a question are we a live band or are we a studio band either Um, are you 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 pick it okay i choose live band james brown oh shit there you go yeah james brown's a front man you know what he's a tyrant but if he goes up against somebody like david bowie He's not going to be able to to be so tyrannical. And yeah. maybe there's some epic fights that happen because might of be that. a good dynamic. Anyway, James Brown, frontman. Okay, so David Bowie, you're out. You can't sing lead. Sorry. He can do background. I mean, of course, he's good at he's it. He did to. all the he did all the Iggy Pops. You know, like the oh, the big yeah. Iggy Pop stuff in the seventies. Uh, he wrote all the young dudes from Mott the Hoopa, which is one of the biggest rock and roll epic songs, anthemic things ever. So he's good, right? So Bowie's in. James Brown, front man. Do we have a limit of how many? No. I don't know. Whatever. We how much have... time we got? <laughs> yeah, I know. Could we? We could have like. I don't a... know, keep it to like five or six. Whatever. Okay, five, five, five or six. Shit. Okay, so we talked to Bill about Bill and Ted's. You know, uh, they had Beethoven, Beethoven, get like <laughs> just go crazy on like Bon Jovi's When Wet. You know, they talked about yeah, he yeah. loves Bon Jovi's When Wet. Keanu Reeves plays the same character in every movie. By the way, it's always Bill. I mean, no, Ted, Ted, Theodore Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time. So, okay, Beethoven, he's in the band. He's on keys. He's on synth, yeah. There he, you go. Sh- he shuts his mouth because we don't speak whatever he speaks, but probably he is German. Deaf, right? Or just before he went deaf? Either way, fuck it. Either just way, he's go. badass, right? What about uh, what about a drummer? I want to know your drummer situation. Okay, who would you're I a bass pick? player. You lock in. Well, who's I know, a good drummer? I know. Oh, I'm in the band. You could do whatever you want. Well, dude, if I'm going to build a dream band, I got to be in the band. There you go. So you're and bass. I'm really, I'm really only good at bass. <laughs> <laughs> so you're bass. So I'm playing bass. Who are you locking in with? Who's your drummer? Drums. Oh, man. Okay, so we're still off the cuff. Um, and living, or, living going... or dead, right? Yeah. Well, I think most of the drummers that I'd be interested in are living. Yeah, I don't know, man, because... I wouldn't want to Neil Peart or Pert Peart, whatever you want to call him. I don't think I would be into that. Ringo, we're going Ringo because he's gonna follow you. But well, because because Ringo is first of all he's lefty and he's playing righty. Yeah. So that's like me. That's a you. Yeah. I'm I'm a lefty who's playing righty. So we have that going on. Plus, if you've ever seen the dude, he just loves what he does. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna look back at this. He dude. loves it sucking. <laughs> he's, he's stoked to be there I'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look back at this dude and he's gonna be so inspiring because he's also gonna look out and see you know because at this point in 2018 you know he knows Bowie is a big deal obviously he knows Beethoven is a good deal I'm not gonna call him <laughs> Beethoven I'm gonna call him Beethoven <laughs> and he knows James Brown is a big ass deal although I'm intimidated because James Brown is gonna dock my pay every time I fuck up and I fuck up a lot on stage. You guys yeah. don't know, but I fuck up all the time. Hey, but well, you, it's not about the money, baby. It off. It's you not about it? the money. This is a dream job. You know, we're we're going for the gold medal beating Slovakia like 5,000 to one. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let, let's just say like- What else do we have? What other- we, Let's say uh, Bowie's on guitar. Who's who's in, who's the second no, guitar No, Bowie's playing saxophone. Okay, he's doing sax. Who's, yeah, Bowie's, who's, Bowie's doing saxophone- Who's because, your who, who's your guitarist then? Oh, who's my guitarist? Let's round it out. Yeah, Brian Wilson. No, <laughs> that'd be tight. <clears throat> Brian Wilson is there to make noise and effects. Okay, he has the goats. He's got the goats in the theremin. Brian Wilson is on goat sounds and theremin. Okay, so he's he's <laughs> he's still he's, in. He's it. the sixth. He's in it. Oh, no, who, but who, I need a guitar player. Who's your guitar player? Who is my guitar player? Slash. Let's see, let's see. No, he's lame. He's tight. No, okay. I mean he's cool, but you know, not for this project. He's not at that level. <laughs> I'm not at that level. Chuck so why Berry the fuck am I in there? But it's your band, no, though. No, 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 not. I mean, Chuck Berry's pretty rad. He'd be awesome, but he's another one of those tyrannical type guys. You know, we got too many personalities going yeah. on already. Me and Ringo are going to be back there going. You like Brian May or something? Uh, Gilmore. Uh, 
Brian May. Well, Brian May might be cool. I was thinking somebody like uh, like a Wes Montgomery. Get some weird jazz shit going Okay, yeah, on, that yeah. guy slays. Or a Django Reinhardt. But I don't think they could play some of the stuff that we'd be playing, you know, because they're so... You know, like Wes Montgomery's gonna be playing the jazz. Django Reinhardt's gonna be playing like the gypsy jazz with you know like half his hand or whatever. He's missing yeah. fingers. Um, all right, give me just a second. Guitar, guitar, guitar. Yeah, throw some dudes out. Throw some dudes out. Steve Vai. No. Pete Thorne. <clears throat> no. Uh, okay. Fuck. He Pete Thorne. Not that I, I. Not that I'm talking shit about any of these guys, but you know we got to be we like. Don't see your vision. I'm sorry. I know we got to be you know exalted. Exalted Petrucci? company, John Petrucci. That looks, guy is like I mean, he's good, he's but you like, know, like I think like old school. You know, somebody it can't be a new school guy that that you have like Johnny from, Cash in there or whatever. Uh, yeah, Johnny Cash can be on stage. Yeah, sure. Let's you know, I'm not holding myself to five or six guys. Let's throw Johnny Cash up there. <laughs> the wall is um, broken. Yeah, fuck the wall. <laughs> fuck you know, that shit. Speaking of no Pink Floyd guys. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Although Dang. I love I love Pink Floyd. Uh, none of those guys and are going to qualify for my band. Well, I mean, like, what's his name? Roger Waters is going to fight me for, for playing bass. I don't want that guy around. <laughs> Plus, he's very angry. Yeah. He's very angry. Uh, okay, guitar player. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. You know what? Let's, uh, George Harrison. All right, that's a good one. George Harrison on guitar. Yeah. On lead. On lead. Uh, on that lead. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about the, some of the stuff he did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's brilliant, and oh, yeah. he was the youngest one. Yeah. All right. So, so w- w- okay. So we've got James Brown, David Bowie, George Harrison, Ringo Starr. Be- oh, we got two Beatles. Beethoven. There you go. We yeah. got Beethoven, <laughs> and me. Johnny Ray. Jesus Christ! I need to step out of that band. I know. And then you got Johnny Cash. And Johnny Cash is in there. <laughs> he's like he comes in and out. He does not. He's not he's just hanging out. Member. He's playing acoustic guitar. He's, he's like, like the he's, hype man. He's, he's playing six string acoustic, and Bowie's playing twelve string acoustic. Like he's he's doing the he's doing the and acoustic Bowie's stuff. in a dress. And he, he's also like Johnny Cash is kind of like he's kind of like that ska guy who's just like dancing. Yeah. He's just skanking. Yeah. <laughs> he's skanking. Yeah, I don't know. About he, he's that. like he's like the hype guy. <laughs> he's like the hype guy. I don't. You know what? There are no women in the band though. How about Joan of Arc? Bring her, bring her in. <laughs> bring her in. It's your dream. That's a direct reference. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just thinking. I'm just, just thinking. Uh, Bill Bill and Ted's. Ted's. <laughs> All right, Kyle. What 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 is yours? What what is your dream band? Wait, hold on. Joan of Arc. Just Joan of Arc was played by Jane Weedlin of the Go Go's yeah. in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So you want. You Jane Weedlin, yeah. sure. We can have Jane <laughs> Weedlin, but only as Joan of Arc only, doing okay. doing the jazzercise routine. Background. <laughs> okay. so that's the and dream. she has to sing in French. That's, that's, I don't care what she sings in. She just got to be there. She that's gotta that's be there. a dream band. Kyle, whip yeah. it out. What's your dream band? All right. So I took a long time thinking of this one. Um, so I want, um, in my band, I want lead vocals, uh, Sonny Sandoval. Okay. <laughs> From is that POD? Oh yeah, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> he's from he's from about he's, where he's, I grew he's up. Like he's from Chula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, he's not from Chula Vista. He's from San, San Diego. Nine two one five four. So he's like between the five and eight oh five off of Palm Avenue. Yeah, he went to Montgomery High School. Anyway, and yeah. then on, also on lead vocals, I wanted uh, Mike Shinoda, actually. Who's that from from, from Lincoln Park? Oh, I thought so. Lincoln yeah. Park. And then that's weird. And then. Also on lead vocals, I want <laughs> another uh, '90s guy, Jonathan Davis. Yeah, corn, corn. I saw them open up for yeah. Metallica when their first record came out. And then also on lead vocal, <laughs> I want uh, Kid Rock. Yeah, bah, what's a bah? Bah, what's a bah? <laughs> okay. And then also on lead vocal, holy shit! I want Fred Durst in there. Oh yeah, my you god! Can't go wrong with that. This and is '90s new metal. I wanted to like switch it up, and I I wanted a. Uh, also on lead vocal, <laughs> um, Michael Patton. You don't probably oh, not familiar. Mike Patton. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Oh, Faith yeah. No more, Mister Bungle. Yeah, Faith Dude, No Mike More. Mike Patton. Oh my! Oh, well, wow. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so that's Faith No More. He also did Mister Bungle. But have you heard his stuff with John Zorn? No, I have not. <laughs> okay, look it up. John Zorn. Z O R N. You, you want? I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you. You want John Zorn era. 
Uh, yeah, so, because he just, it's not even any words. It's just all, you know, it's just no, maybe crazy, I don't want that. Like moon spell. Because, or I, because the thing is, is I'm also invested in this band. So I'm writing all of this material that they're singing. Because I know Pat. these guys aren't creative. They're not singing at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, these are front men. Sorry, okay. should I change from lead okay. singers to front men? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna fucking bring it back. Do you have any any instruments at oh, all? Oh no, not no, at all. Em. It's just all front fuck men. Em. Why yeah. would you? It's all program that's stuff. All that, that's all anyone cares about. Is it? Are you on stage with like a a, a big ass synth or yeah. workstation? And you just he's press a, a button he's, and he's, it plays well, a song. A, exactly. Like you said, yeah. he's he's DJ Push Play. Yeah, there you DJ go. Push Play Kyle. Okay. okay. Yeah. Let me K K Mac Daddy with the MacBook Pro. So we're gonna bring it. <laughs> there was no back. MacBook Pros in the '90s, but he could be K Mac Daddy. He's, he's he can be K Mac Daddy whenever he wants. K Mac Daddy with whatever the '90s thing was. Just as long as he shows up with the right gear, he can call him whatever the fuck he wants. Now, how yeah. do you have those dudes? You put them on leashes or something? Yeah, I mean, how do you, <laughs> it's a big stage. I mean, you okay? Hey, you know what? I'm gonna interject here. Add Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Throw yeah, him yeah. up there. You know, let's add uh definitely guest appearance on an album somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Throw Scott Stapp in there too from Creed. I thought about that, but the guy just I think he would disappear. Like his he vocals would. would just like disappear. Definitely behind behind. Not uh, his Davis. vocals, his personality. Yeah. Because behind, it's already kind of lacking. Behind Durst, yeah. yeah. All right, I think we're going to end it right there. But I just want to say uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the Tone Jerks podcast. And you can check us out online at thetonejerks.com. And also, if you feel so inclined, you can help support the show at patreon.com slash thetonejerks. You can become a patron of the show uh, for as little as $1 a month. And at $2 a month, you get an extra episode every week. Uh, but at the $1 level a month, you get a shout out. And so we have a couple new uh, sign up uh, our buddy Co Schneider and our buddy uh, Paul Pennington from the Flippin' Flippers podcast, they uh, pledged one dollar a month. So giving them a big shout out. Make sure to check out their show, the Flippin' Flippers. They're releasing it every Tuesday. So whatever podcatcher you're listening to this on, make sure to tune into their show. And then also Fat Foot Effects. They've uh, been a big supporter of the show since day one. So make sure to check them out at FatFootEffects.com. All right, I think that's about it for today. We will see you next time. We love you. All right, see ya.